Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Welcome to your Tuesday show. Happy to have you here. Good morning. Thanks for making us a part of your morning. There's a million things you can be doing right now, but you're listening to... Maryland's Morning Show. That's awesome. So thanks for being here. Um, Six o'clock level. Start with you. 410-583-1065. This is anybody in Maryland that's awake first thing in the morning. More like a very small group that all huddles around the radio. You could be getting up going to work or coming home from work, getting up to go to the gym, get your kids ready, whatever it is. Text us. We shout you out. 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Our Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis is here. Jess R. from Westminster. Our Kinda Care ladies, Karen and Amber. Cindy in Westminster. Eileen, clever Kevin, good morning. Uh, who else is up with us? Tanya Webb in Baltimore. Parker's Mimi is here. John from Middle River, good morning. Christine, sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Mr. W. Lou and Glenn Bernie is checking in this morning. We have Terrence, BTSZ, Mama McJam, Anthony from Catonsville, Magic Mike, and Cheryl. Happy Tuesday. Okay, I'm only going to give you the option to come up with one word. One word with how you're feeling this morning. I was driving in this morning and I was like... Something feels off. Let me just like stop for a second and think about like how am I really feeling this morning? Because I knew something just didn't feel right. And the word I came up with, I just, I just feel heavy. I feel so heavy from yesterday, y'all. Yeah. With all the news with Nashville. I'm like, ugh. I just feel heavy today. It's just anytime these things happen, which I feel like happen way too often, it just gets worse and worse, I feel like, every time. I think my frustration level goes higher and higher mm-hmm. every time we deal with another shooting, especially mm-hmm. when there's kids involved. It just makes me, I think, more and more heavy every time it happens. So, like, today, if I could think of, like, one word with how I'm feeling, it's just heavy and almost, like, a little bit hopeless. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we have been doing this forever. Yeah. You know? And we still don't have an answer or even, like, a movement from the last time we did this. Mm-hmm. Just one word. Um, I would say lost. Why um, lost? Just because as I'm sitting here this morning, just trying to look at all the news outlets and get the story straight and all the facts straight. And I always feel at a loss for words Yeah. to try and put, trying to express just love. Yeah. Love for for the families and the children, and you're looking at photos, and it's it's really difficult to look at that and 
and know that it's a reality and that it's happening. And I just, I hate it. I hate it because there's really no answer. There's nothing we can say. We don't have any sort of like, there's no way to fix it. Yeah. We can just kind of come together and share that same feeling that we're all, that we all have this morning. And at least that maybe can feel at least, at least those who are feeling heavy this morning, you know that you are the ones that want to make a difference, but I hate it. Yeah. It's not easy. Be trying to make sense of it. These are my least favorite shows, just FYI, going into this. Not that you shouldn't listen, but I'm just, they're the hardest shows to do because I think trying to articulate the right words mm-hmm. with shows like this are tough. Yeah. It's just, it's not fun. And a text right here, uh, sick. My word is sick. I'm tired of having to bury innocent people because of ridiculous gun mm. laws and they don't do anything about it. Right. About the mental health crisis in this country. I'm sick. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Makes complete sense. Liv from Bel Air, my word is confused because I don't understand why these things are happening, especially at schools. I can't imagine when you have kids mm-hmm. how days like today must feel, you know? Yeah. Like getting that kind of news as a parent, I can't even imagine. I would say whatever word it is you're feeling today, like it's, it's completely fine. This, none of this should make sense, by the way. This should be confusing. You should be sitting back angry this morning. You should be sitting back feeling sad this morning because all of those are the exact things that are happening right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, right? Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. We're going to get into um, the Nashville shooting, so I just want to give a, a warning to you guys. A former student killed three children and three adults at a Christian elementary school in Nashville yesterday morning, armed with two assault-style weapons and a handgun after elaborately planning the massacre by basically drawing out a detailed map and conducting surveillance of the building. The children killed at the Covenant Presbyterian School included two nine-year-olds and one eight-year-old. The adults were a substitute teacher, a custodian, and also the headmistress of the school. The massacre lasted 14 minutes. The shooter, 28-year-old Audrey Hale, was shot and killed by police inside. This uh, was the 129th mass shooting in the U.S. in the first 86 days of 2023. It's also the 19th shooting at a school or university this year where at least one person was wounded. Um, The National Association of School Psychologists released... Um, a list of how you can speak to your kids this morning about violence. Reassure your kids. Reassure your kids that you're here to keep them safe. Make them talk. Be patient with them, but talk about what's going on. Review safety procedures so they know what to do in those kind of circumstances and observe your kids' emotional state before and after school today. Yeah, I mean, again, there's there's no words, man. There's really no words to describe how you're feeling this morning. Like they're really, you can you can sit here and, and you probably bounce around like we do, right? Mm-hmm. I go from sad to angry, back to sad, back to like lost, back to like frustrated. It just, it's all over the place because none of this makes sense. It just doesn't make sense how like <laughs> so many things in this country, when there's an issue, we hop on them. Friggin' TikTok, we're having Senate hearings right now to how to mm-hmm. ban an app that seems unsafe. Mm-hmm. But we still have abilities for people to walk into schools and shoot up kids. That doesn't that does not make sense. Number two. March is National Women's History Month, so every day for the month of March, we're taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And today we honor Clara Lemlich Shavelson, a Jewish immigrant from the Ukraine, labor activist, suffragist, and also consumer advocate, was born today in 1886. 
as an immigrant gar- garment worker in New York City, she began organizing women into the International Ladies Garment Workers Union in 1905, forcing male union leaders to include them and workers as workers in strikes. And then in 1909, she was the leader of the uprising of 20,000, the largest strike by women workers to that day. Very cool. It's amazing. Number one. The Roots drummer and filmmaker Questlove is confirmed to direct a remake of a Disney classic. The Oscar-winning filmmaker of Summer Soul has signed on to remake the animated 1970s The Aristocats. The remake will be a combination of CGI and live action. And this announcement follows the upcoming variation on The Little Mermaid and as Lilo and Stitch reboot is currently in the works as well. Like, why do I not know anything about this movie? I really? Mean, I, I know the title, but uh, I've never seen it before. One of my favorites, probably one of my favorites because obviously it's cats. Give me like a 30-second summary of what this movie's about. Okay, so the mom cat, like, she gets lost and she like has her little babies and her babies are lost like the kittens. Yeah. And they and there's three of them, and they get separated from the mom. So the mom is on the journey to find her her kittens, and like in in while that like the cats are like roaming the streets of Paris, and like there's jazz, and they're so cute, and then that's why that sound has like reemerged off TikTok because like the geese kind of like walk all funny and stuff like that. I never knew that sound. Just like put that TikTok sound. I'm like I didn't know there was a TikTok sound from Aristocrats. So, I have no idea. It's so it came so out 19. Cute. Like maybe I just missed it, but it came out in 1970s. So that's not the case. All right. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Whatever the feeling is you're feeling today is the absolute correct feeling, because I know at this point you've got to be so frustrated with kids having to go to school and be worried about it. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being a parent on a day like today. I don't think I would have the right words of what to say. You know, I can't imagine being a kid right now. Right. Going to school. You know, this stuff is scary. It's very scary. And it's very frustrating with everything that went down in Nashville yesterday. And it's scary every time, too, to have that spike of anxiety come back every single time after we have to talk about things again and again. And I think that it's also frustrating. Like, here we are talking about, once again, another school shooting. Mm-hmm. So incredibly frustrating. Now, we can sit here, and I know a lot of morning shows will sit here this morning and kind of debate on what needs to happen, what needs to change. And I, this this show is kind of under the impression that something needs to change. We don't really care what it is, but something needs to give because if not, we're going to find ourselves in this exact same situation. And guess what? Back in May of 2022, we were in this exact same situation. Uvalde, Texas, Mm -hmm. school shooting. Jess and I came in here wondering what in the world are we supposed to do on a show like this? And what we decided was best was to understand and kind of get on the level of where everyone is. Where are you today? Like, as a parent, where are you today? Like, do you know how to address this with your kid? Because I think that alone could be a massive hurdle you'd have to jump over. Right. Because your kids are probably going to be hearing about this. You're probably wondering what to say to them. Well, back when, you know, when Uvalde happened, we actually decided to get on a, a child psychologist, Dr. Vidal, from Johns Hopkins Children's Center. Mm -hmm. And thinking about today's show, I'm like, God, this is so similar, unfortunately, to what we've already dealt with. I think this was a really important conversation we had with her about what it is that you're supposed to be doing as a parent today. What can you do to ease your child's anxieties? And how can that conversation go? Let's play this back as a reminder, unfortunately, of what we're supposed to do on days like this. So I think that this is 
a really hard uh, thing to talk about with children, but it's important to know that usually they hear about it in, in school or TikTok or like there's so many ways that they can hear about what happened. So some parents try not to talk about it at all. And ideally you would actually just say that the event happened and then talk to them in a clear and simple way. But you don't really have to go into detail about what happened. Usually kids are really good about telling you how much they want to hear about it. So the best thing you can do is just don't delay telling about what happened, but also you don't have to go into detail and then you can let them lead what questions they have about what happened. You want them to see, to be safe and obviously the safest place is at home, yeah. but also you don't want your kids to not be able to live their lives. And usually when we hear things like this in the media, it's just in our minds a lot, but we also have to stay in touch with our reality in our local area and know that for kids, and usually for anyone who experiences trauma, even hears about traumatic events like that, the best thing you can do is just try to continue keeping the routines as you usually keep them, you know, because it's the best thing for children anyway. Just to keep a routine. So if, yeah. if for kids who are waking up today and on their way to school who feel uncomfortable or have anxiety, what's something that parents can say to them to ease that? I think explaining to them, I mean, it's just talking about what specific things are are causing them anxiety, like what, what things are the specific, specific things that they're concerned about, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the best thing actually is to have them get involved into doing something to change the situation. If, for example, in Maryland, we have good gun, gun laws in general. So we can, you know, we can talk our, to our kids about that. That's that's a thing that's positive. So, But make them, make them feel like they're part, almost like a part of the solution. Right. And then there's other things they can do with their school to make sure that the school is safe or pointing out things to the to the kids about how their school might be safe. Like maybe some schools have metal detectors in Baltimore, for example. Actually, a lot of them now. Or um, some schools you need to, to call in to get in. So yeah. there's things that are specific that, that can maybe help the kids feel a little bit better. But I think the parent, it's important for the parents to model, to be calm when they're, you know, be reassuring and sort of like be a positive model, role model in regulating their emotions because kids read our emotions as parents. So if we're really distressed, the kids are going to be distressed as well. Yeah. So should you not show these emotions that we're feeling in front of your kids when it comes to tragedies? I mean, I think for kids it would be weird that we wouldn't be upset. Yeah. But I think it's also important to not um, let the emotions carry your actions, basically, or your behaviors, like by pulling the kids out of school and things like that. Got it. I completely understand that parents would be very anxious and we want to over like protect their kids by having them stay at home, but it really is not healthier for them. It's better to just try to regulate how much media you're consuming right. on the topic because you can spend hours and hours looking at stuff like yeah. that now. Yeah. And it's also important to actually not, um, this is one thing that you can do as a parent also, help your kids not, not have exposure to these the immediate events constantly because you hear about it but if you see it all the time it's just like happening in your brain over and over so yeah, yeah. well thank you for doing this this morning this is dr vidal mm-hmm. over from uh, johns hopkins children's center and works with johns hopkins and we just appreciate you hopping on with us because it's i, I think there's no we don't we don't learn this kind of stuff and we're, and when days like this happen, what are you supposed to do? So having your insight's been really helpful. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice meeting you. I have been accused of committing a crime that I absolutely 100% did not. And I will take down the whole city of Baltimore if I have to. Ugh. 
I'm so over talking about this. This has been the hot topic today, y'all. And those that want to see the evidence can go check it out right now on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess to see my innocence no, you, in this situation. You need to look at the video and please comment on the video because something that I hate is like when I tell Kramer he's wrong, he doesn't think he's wrong because it's me that's telling him. So I really need your backup here because he is delusional if you think that you don't deserve a ticket for what you did. I got a letter in the mail from the city of Baltimore yesterday. I opened it up. Me, a law-abiding citizen, by the way. And it said... <laughs> you are not. Like, you're not a law-abiding citizen, I am, citizen, absolutely. By the way. You don't. So it said, you have been... Uh, you're, you're being accused of, of running a red light. And I said, I don't run red light. It's not this guy. Prove it to me. And I said, okay, here's a link. I went to this link. They have a video of me of, from February the 24th. The location, St. Paul Street, downtown Baltimore. Me coming up to a red light to take a right onto St. Paul Street, clearly making a stop, looking to make sure no one is coming, there, by the way, is no sign up there that says no turn on red. I take the proper amount of time to look both ways, make sure nobody's coming. Mm-hmm. I then take a right. There's absolutely zero crime that has been committed. What they are trying to do is not only accuse me of this, but charge me $75 for my crime. If you go to Instagram, Kramer and Jess, you can see this video and you can clearly see that Kramer's Jeep Jessica. does not stop. No, let me let me speak for a second. His car does not come to a complete stop behind the white line that you're literally supposed to stop behind. I'm watching Let me it right now. just go through these comments. Nicole underscore Ray on Instagram, not a complete stop. Five underscore 18 underscore 10. Sorry, Kramer. You have to make a complete stop at the white line before proceeding to turn. Y'all. Gotta pay that ticket, I'm, buddy. I'm like a another, smidge. Another I'm message. Another smidge above the white line. Like a, the smidgest smidge Solemster ever past the white line. 71 says, my Lord, the accused is clearly guilty and that you are. You need to pay that ticket. So the messages I'm getting, that's funny, Jess is, is picking out the ones that defend her case. The message that I'm getting that says that- From where? The Baltimore City has a big problem. Where is that giving comment? Pe- they send me DMs. Oh it's, oh, it's your DM. Yeah. How interesting. It's not posted publicly this and says, part of the public conversation we're having? Interesting. The okay. Baltimore City has a big problem with giving people tickets that when they are wrongfully accused. Oh, 100%. I mean, I've told you how many tickets I've gotten from the city, but like you're you're literally on camera not stopping. You don't stop Jessica, once. I, okay, so here's what we want you to do. If you understand how traffic laws work like an adult, can you please go check out our Instagram <laughs> or Facebook? Just search Kramer and Jess on there. Producer I, Allen says, not only are you going to lose, they may put you away because you're crazy if you think you actually stopped. I, I, yo, he I literally right. am such a smidge past this. Like, I guarantee you, if this was you and you got this video from the city of Baltimore saying that you ran this red light, I guarantee you'd fight it too. I'm taking this to court. Please. I've taken this to court because there's no way. You need to. You need a piece of humble pie, sir. That anybody can watch this and say that I didn't clearly make that stop. I need to comment, count, before, comment on this myself. Actually. Before I took it right. Go check it out. Kramer and Jess at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. And literally, go prove my innocence, please. Uh, cheaper by underscore the dozen says, Kramer, I love y'all, but dude, I'll keep it 100. If you came to a complete stop behind the white line when it turned red, then proceeding to turn, you might be off the hook. But that was straight up a roll. That was not a roll. MLYON24 says, bro did not stop. 
Um, Mocho Chews, you says, sir, it was the mansplain that brought me here, but that is absolutely a roll through. I hope that humble pie. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> you it's need some humble true. pie. Wait, this is uh, this is toy toy. What's up? <laughs> what are you laughing about? You didn't even stop on the white line. No, I, I, I was you literally like... drove past the white line. Yeah. And then you not, you already made a call before you not even stop to not look your left right mm. and left again. Like you're walking. No, uh. I, I, I literally, you know, I, I had plenty of time. If you go watch this video, you can see that I had plenty of time. Oh my! Right, right, toy. But you notice that you notice that I literally I stopped like a smidge, like a smidge past no, the white line. You're wrong. But there's nothing like a smidge in a traffic light. Yes. There's nothing called a smidge. Exactly. A smidge no, past the line. If you go to court, I'm serious. They're gonna give you a double fine. Yeah, they are. You're I did. Better pay us seventy five dollars. I, I yeah. take I take my time to look left and right as you no, can clearly take. No, you don't, take, dude. Yo, you did not I, stop at any point. I stopped for at least five seconds. Seconds, at least no. five seconds to be able no, to go left you and right. Didn't. After making the call, after making the turn, that's when you stop. So I can't. I just you better I'm, not go to court are, with this. You're gonna make a fool out of the show. Are we watching the same video right now? I just don't know. If we're even yes. watching the same video. Yeah, so no, so I think you're using an. I even put on my glasses for you. So you. <laughs> <laughs> Toy saw it with her glasses on, so it must be true. Okay, Toy. Okay, we hear you. Thank you for calling us. All right, you're welcome. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And have you ever been on the phone with somebody who just will not stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> this segment may be for you. She's 11 years old and really sad. Just gets advice with dear Abby. It's 1065. The worst. I and I just uh, I, I don't know what to do. All right, we call this Dear Abby. We've never been here for one of these before. Who is Abby, Jess? Abby is my 11-year-old niece in California. I'm very close to my family. And Abby just she knows what's up. So I talk to her about different things that I that I'm going through. And what's happening this week? I 
I'm struggling with politely removing myself from a phone conversation that needs to end, but I don't know how to end it. But the other person clearly doesn't want to end it. But it's like 40 minutes in, and I, and I don't know what to do. Who was it? Put a name out there. I don't want to put a name out there. What's, but I what's just the relation? Say, I just want to say, it's a family relation. Okay. And I love being on the phone. I love chatting. Ugh. But, like, eventually, like, I'm a, I'm a phone call, absolutely. But at the same time, like, we have things to do. And, like, if you hear me struggling with my groceries, like, I, I need I need to get off the phone. All right, here's Abby. Can I ask you for some advice? Mm-hmm. What do you think is the appropriate way to get off the phone with someone when they won't stop talking? I don't know if you've ever been in this situation before. And it happens to me from time to time and like you want to have this conversation but then you obviously have to go do other things and then it's like an hour and you're like I ha- I need my other hand because I'm trying to get my groceries inside my house right now. That's happened to me a couple times. What I usually do is I make a loud banging noise and I'm like oh sorry blah 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 I gotta go I'll call you back later. Bye. <laughs> and then like wait an hour come up with an excuse and then when you call him back be like oh sorry my invisible dog smashed into the window (laughs) no that sounds terrible but you basically come up with like a fake situation as to why you need to go because you've been in this situation before many times okay tell me how that went down so like i was calling my friend and we were talking about the story and it was like oh yeah yeah that was funny and then she just kept blabbering about it and it got so long to a point to where we weren't even talking anymore and it was just like oh sorry friend i um gotta walk my fish because like you don't want to like hurt your friend but at the same time you want to get off the dang phone (laughs) okay thanks ab love you love you i think the advice that kids and adults would both say in this situation is you just gotta lie, right? Like the and that, listen, and kids, if you're listening to this segment, lying is not the right answer with every other thing except for getting off the phone with somebody. Yeah. Right? I was in a phone call with, with a guy one time. It was a radio guy, and he wouldn't. There wasn't even like a, a, a chance. You know, sometimes well, you just, you see a window. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's never a window. There, like, what happens when you don't have a window? Can I tell you what it did? Because I was in the cars. So there's no real reason of like why. I couldn't be on the phone too. And it had been like an hour, y'all. And I just couldn't find the out. So what I literally did was I hung up on him. (laughs) And then I turned my phone off for hours. No. Because you can say your phone my, died. My phone died, You're and I didn't want any. I didn't want him calling me back and it to ring. So I literally just, I literally just, just turned my phone off for hours no. until I could like text him back and be like, "Oh hey, sorry, phone died. Anyway, talk to you later." Yeah. Do you have? I mean, if, if you got some advice on this one too, I think the only answer is you just have to lie. That's the word. I feel. Like I've never felt this defeated after Dear Abby before. Hello, Samantha. Hello. You have some advice on how to get off a call you just don't want to be on anymore? Yeah, so what my husband and I do is we actually, when we have to call a certain family member on his side of the family, we only call that person when we are, like, in the car on our way somewhere or have somewhere, like, that we need to be or there's, like, a deadline. So then we get on the phone. The first thing that we say is, hey, we're on our way here. We're going to be there in a few minutes, but we wanted to blah, 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 whatever. So... That they set the president at the beginning of the call of like when we need to get off. You set the time. You're not lying. You're not lying because you literally have to be somewhere. You just have a specified time frame of how much this conversation can be. 
Yep. How many times have you been able to pull that off successfully? Because I think eventually I'd be like, why does this person always call me when they have a small amount of time to talk? Um, it actually has worked out pretty well. Okay. Um, occasionally it's like, oh, okay, we got to go. Okay, well, we're here. Uh, um, <laughs> but it doesn't usually last yeah. too long. I don't hate it at all. That's it's actually, awesome. that's really good advice. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Uh, Megan from Elkridge, good morning. Good morning. You got some advice on how to get off a phone call that like you're just sick of being on? Yeah, so one time I heard somebody refer to this as a Midwestern thing. You switch it around and you're polite. You say, oh, I've taken enough of your time. Um, you know, thanks so much for, for chatting, but uh, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, That's actually really but, smart. But what if they say, I don't want to go? <laughs> don't don't <laughs> leave me. Um, I, I guess you just uh, hang up and fake your own death. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's a good that's really the conclusion we've come to. It's like, you just got to be like, I'm so yeah. sorry, but my phone died and I can never call you back ever again. 410-583-1065. Frank from Pasadena, you are a, a proclaimed over-talker. Uh, yes, I, uh, I'm i very guilty of being the individual who sometimes talks too much and just rambles on. This oh. is perfect. Uh, Thank okay. you for coming forward. I'm going to precedent this with, uh, we have about 60 seconds left in this segment, okay? <laughs> so you, <laughs> in 60 seconds, we're going to have to end this phone call. But until then, what can we do? Like for people like you, we don't, like, don't want to be rude and be like, okay, this conversation is clearly over. Right, right. What do we say? We recognize we talk too much, and it does not hurt my feelings. Someone says, hey, I got to go. I'm like, cool, hey, man, have a good day. Um, if, if, like your niece said, when you, I got to go walk my goldfish, yeah. that's usually the polite cue to let me know. <laughs> Obviously, you're not going to go walk a goldfish, but that sometimes is a polite cue to let me know I'm talking to you. So if we were to come to you and say, listen, okay, Frank's talking, talking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because mid-story, though, Frank, like what if it's like mid-story, but it's like mid-fourth story? It doesn't matter. Okay. I, I, I talk too much. I recognize that. Okay. Hey, I got to go. Your time is valuable, too. And I can recognize and respect that your time is still valuable. If it's a, a conversation that has to continue, uh-huh. say, hey, I got to go. I can call you back later sometime. Frank, I mean, and, I really mean this in the nicest of ways. We have to go walk our goldfish right now, okay? <laughs> exactly. Thank you exactly. so much. Have a good day, Frank. All right, you too. Bye. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. A former student killed three children and three adults at a Christian elementary school in Nashville yesterday morning. The shooter, 28-year-old Audrey Hale, was shot and killed by police inside the school. A former middle school basketball teammate of Hale revealed that the shooter actually reached out to her on social media prior to the shooting. Ava Rihanna Patton received a DM at 9.57 a.m. from Hale Monday morning that stated she was planning to die by suicide and that Peyton would see it on the news. One day, uh, saying, quote, one day this will make more sense. I've left behind more evidence behind, but something bad is about to happen. Um, Peyton reached out to Suicide Prevention Helpline at 10.08 a.m. She then called the Nashville Sheriff's Office at 10.13 to make them aware of the situation. They they then instructed her to call Nashville's non-emergency number. She called that number at 10.14 a.m., She was on hold for seven minutes before being told an officer would be sent to her home. She did not see an officer at her house until 3.29 p.m. The first calls of an active shooting came out around around 10.15 in the morning. I mean, I'm just I'm trying to, like, put myself in those shoes for a second. 
you know? And I hope that we... If a friend reached out to you and said, I'm thinking about doing something like this, I hope that we would all know what to do. I hope that we would all take it seriously. She did. And I, I don't think... And I think... I mean, she she did what she could. She yeah, immediately called saying. Suicide Hotline. Like, what would you do in that situation? I, Honestly, would, would you do that? I don't even know if I would even try to take it as responsibility of my own to try to, like, calm the situation down. If or it was on I, you to, to reach out to Suicide or Hotline. would I reach out? I don't know in that situation what I would have done. I mean, that's a lesson to me because I think... And I, again, I don't know. That it's a, It was a former teammate. So I don't know, like, the relationship of their situation as far as, like, if what their friendship was. Yeah. Um, but I think as a friend, if a friend reached out to me, I would automatically think that uh, that's something I would have to deal with on my own. Yeah. But I think this is a lesson to all of us that if we are presented with that situation, to take those steps. Number two. A list of the most and least expensive states to move to has been released, and Maryland has landed on one of these lists. So new research from Living Cozy looked at the average house prices and growth in house price value in each state to come up with the most and least expensive places to move this year. And Maryland made the list of the top 10 most expensive states to move to yeah, in 2023. It. It, man. We came in ninth place with the average house price of $325,000. DC was in second place as most expensive oh, yeah. on this list, right Stupid behind Hawaii. Crazy. Wait, Hawaii? Hawaii is number DC? one, DC was second, Damn. and third was California. That's wild. I mean, I saw something the other day, and this is a meme, so I don't have the facts to back this up. But <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, give it to us. <laughs> it was just, I saw it on Instagram. No fact checking here. Uh-huh. But it was saying that basically, like, the most expensive cities, when it comes to, like, $100,000 back in, like, maybe 20 years ago, what that would be, like, the equivalent in, in Baltimore right now is something like $58,000. What? So, like, even making six figures in the state of Maryland anymore? Is not what not what it used to be. It's almost like that's what you need to like just survive. If yeah. you have a family, you're gonna have to have both people working for sure, yeah. just to like have enough money. It's getting expensive around here. Number one, Taylor Swift has become the first living artist to chart seven albums in the top forty on Billboard 200 simultaneously. Evermore, Reputation, Red, Taylor's Version, 1989, Folklore, Lover, and Midnight are all ranked at uh, number 31 or higher, with her latest release at number three. I mean, nobody's shocked. Right? I <laughs> like, think that's you, crazy. When you hear a Taylor Swift record, are you like, wait, really, Taylor? Like, the first living artist in history yeah, to achieve that? That's pretty, pretty insane. Yep. This is Jess, and that was your top three. If your parents are still paying some or all of your bills and you're over the age of 18, will you text us and tell us what that is? 410-583-1065. It's pretty crazy, man. Almost half of Maryland parents, 45% with adult kids, Mm -hmm. are supporting them financially now. 45% of parents in Maryland. And listen, you could be the parent, too, that's still supporting your kid. Text us that story. I want to know what you're still paying for. 410-583-1065. How much do you think, on average, parents are paying for their adult kids? What would you assume? They're every single month. Um, Like, how much do you think they're paying still for their their kids just to live their lives? Let's, I'd say, like... $500. $1,442 on average. A month? A month. A month. Parents in this state are paying about $1,500 
for their kids. They're covering things like their groceries yeah. and their cell phone plans are the two top reasons of mm-hmm. why parents are still giving their kids money. Are we? Do we know as far as like the study if the kids still live at home or if they live on their own? Does it um, say? I didn't dive that deep into it. Okay. Uh, most adult kids, by the way, with, are getting help from their parents are mainly between the ages of 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. But that's not it. That's not it. More than a third are over the age of 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then 10% are over the age of 35. They're my age. About 10% of people in this state still getting help from their parents. It's hard out here, man. You know, I, listen, you know I what get I mean? it. It's tough. And listen, my parents, I got to be honest, they helped me out for a minute. My Until I was 25 or 26, mm-hmm. my parents paid for my uh, insurance and they also paid well, they paid for my car. Mm-hmm. So that was a big help. I mean, I needed that. And the only reason they didn't pay for my cell phone is because I had a free one through the radio station. They did have paid for that too. Yeah. You're 29. 29, still on my mom's uh, phone plan. How long do you think you'll do that for? Until she tells me, to, until she kicks me off. I've got friends that are like 31, 32, yeah. 33. Still, and that's again, the only thing. That's like, that's the, that's the only thing that they, that my, that she still pays for. And, and I don't, and I don't know if it like, I don't know the situation. I don't know the deal. But every time I go to AT&T and I need the code, I call my mom and she gives it to me. She gives me the authorization to make changes if I need to. It's never been like, I don't want to do this anymore. So when she does finally say that, I will I will totally accept that because it's been a long time. I'm turning 30 this year. Yeah. But, you know, until you the wheels trying. fall off. You ain't trying to. What about Garage Boy? Does his parents pay for anything? I don't think so. Uh, maybe the phone. Maybe the phone, possibly. But I don't think so. Let me read some of these texts you guys are texting in. It says, I'm 26. This is from the 443. I'm 26. I live on my own. I'm a single mom. My mom and dad pay for my car insurance, which is about 80 bucks a month. Yo, I get that. Yeah, I completely understand that. Uh, let's see. A text from the 410. My brother also paid my gas until I got my first nursing job at 21. Aww. That's super nice, by the way. Uh, text from the 410. I'm almost 23. I'm living in my parents' basement rent-free, and they're paying for my car insurance and my cell phone bill. And I hope that you are saving money. I hope you Yo, are saving that. Let Heck me tell yeah. you that, too. Like, my parents still, my parents still at age, th- I'm 39, almost 40. Like, for example, over the holidays, they were like, hey, why don't we pay for you to fly home? Like, we'll pay for your flight. Because they're, they're probably afraid that you wouldn't show up. If you want us to. And I'm like, I'm 40 <laughs> years old, y'all. Like, I can afford. Because they don't Thank trust you. you to come. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. Like, it's a very generous thing to do. And part of me feels like I should have taken them up on it. Your poor mom. I think you get to a point, though, where you're like, I now feel guilty for doing that. But, yo, when I was when I was in my 20s, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this? Uh, a text in the 443. I'm uh, 48, almost 49 in June. My mom helps me with car repairs and helped others in the area too, or helped me in other areas too. Mm-hmm. What about you? A text from the 443. I'm 39 and my parents still pay for my phone bill and other major expenses that come up. Y'all, when do y'all get off your phone bills? Like, when does that come up? That's, like, that's the one thing that, that's the only thing my parents still pay or my mom pays for. And you're not saying a word about it. Not until she, if she tells me. let it slide, okay. Hey, and when she says no more, I'll say, I thank you for the time <laughs> being, but until then, I will be chilling. Yeah, don't bring it up. Another text from the 410. I, I have four, all four kids on my cell phone plan. My kids are all married, ranging in age at 33 to 40. Hey, that means I got to a 40, <laughs> baby. Hey, Megan from Ellicott City. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, you're how old? I am 31. So um, my husband's older than me, and he has a 21-year-old 
I'm 31. I know. Let's not talk about that. So, <laughs> moving along. Moving yeah, along. Moving yeah. along. <laughs> um, so my stepson, he's in college, and we're paying for his tuition in Ohio. We're in Maryland. Yeah. Um, we're paying for his apartment, his groceries, his allowance, and, I mean, anything that comes up, pretty much. How do you feel about that? Um, well, his mom and her husband help, so that helps. I agree with the tuition. Yeah. Yeah, tuition's fine. But like, yeah. Yeah, well, what about the allowance, though? Yeah, okay, that's a bit much, right? Like, if we're paying for your groceries and your living, what more do you need? If you want to go and do extracurriculars, go get a job and go pay for your own bar tab, but... I was doing a lot of groceries and allowance to me feels like a bit much, but I've voiced my opinion. Can, I'm I ask, mom can I ask what the allowance is per month for him? Um, it's uh, one fifty every two weeks, so three hundred. So three hundred bucks a month. But okay, still. hey, but hang on. Okay, but he's in school. He's in school though. Now, again, my parents were way more generous when you're in school. I feel like there has to be some leniency there too, right? Of like he's in school, he's focused on school. No, he is. I don't know. But, I don't know. When I was in college, I had a job. I had an internship, and I was, like, paying my own stuff. I was living at home, but I was paying my dad a few hundred dollars a month, Yeah, and I was all right. Like, yes. Do you feel like, did your parents help you out more when you were in school versus when you got out? My parents gave me uh, $400 a month for rent Okay. while I was in school. That was it. Okay. And, and like, you know, whether it was for rent or whatever I decided to do, but while I was in school. And then when I wasn't in school, that stopped. That's not, okay. Yeah. Hey, thank you for calling us today, Megan. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.